Hello, everybody. Recording live from somewhere. Lord, all night Sunday, Central. That's a good move, though, because I don't know what it's like here, but in Pennsylvania, if someone's not wearing their seatbelt, the mm, driver gets a ticket. See? See that? See? What if in North Carolina, a driver gets deported or something? Your See? wallet I'm never would have been the same again. Hey, yeah, you know, you know, you know, they're just waiting out there. Yeah, I'm like, come on. <laughs> Build well, it, goddammit. Jackson Build County it. regulations say, yeah. Build the fucker already. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't want to take no chances. So I was like, man. So how many jobs, like, how many jobs oh, do you think man, you've bro. done? Since I came to Bakersfield, man, I've been bouncing around like crazy. Just just since I've been at Bakersfield, before Bakersfield, I had the same job for eight years. How long have you been out here? company. I've been out here, next year will be four years. Oh, okay, so just next about as long as me. Yeah. Where'd you live before coming here? Before I lived here, I was living in uh, Palmdale and Lancaster. Okay. Kind of by L.A. Gotcha. And then, uh, yeah, before that, L.A. And before that, I'm from the Bay Area and so. stuff. Gotcha. Yeah, and man. You came up but this since way. I came this way, my job moved me out here. Oh. I was a loss prevention uh, manager for all the WalMarts. And There's was, some uh, good was stories. In, yeah, I was. In, oh man, I got. Tons I, of stories. I was just saying, I had a loss prevention manager, a Sears loss prevention manager, that went mm -hmm. to work at a different store, mm -hmm. and he got shot trying to apprehend a, a customer. <laughs> oh yeah, man. It was like a grocery store, and he got yeah. shot. Over no, that it happens, shit. man. Yeah, Crazy. people get shot, stabbed. You, you got to be real. See, there's a lot of dumbasses in LP. And they fuck it up for good ones. Okay. Like, yeah, one people that people that get like hurt on the job or tackle somebody and they don't even have the shit on them. You know, yes. like you gotta be smart. You, you gotta, gotta be know. sharp. You gotta have your head on a swivel because there's always somebody in the parking lot like waiting on the people that that are in there stealing. Oh, yeah, it's a lot of shit that goes on, but it's like a it's an it's a rush you get though. I did a short stint with LP, uh, and. Yeah. You, uh, that's how we can start it like that. We'll we'll trade one. D if you have one craziest loss prevention story, <laughs> Man, if you can bro. think of, I'll tell you mine. And if you want to, while right. I tell you mine, I'm sure yours is going to top it. But here's the weirdest thing I saw. All right. So I did this short stint, a couple things. Mm -hmm. I did a short stint with loss prevention when I was working at Sears and it was in a couple different stores. All right. So the, the main one was in the Harrisburg store, which is the capital of Pennsylvania. And it was one of the busier stores. And so, Loss prevention at all the other stores, if they got one or two stops a month, like they're doing pretty good. Mm -hmm. The Harrisburg store was getting like 40 to 50 stops a month. Like I was yeah. shocked at how many people steal things. That's what I'm talking about. I had about. no yeah. idea people that many people stole things until yeah. working at LP. Uh -huh. And I'm back there. And one time I watched a lady who like I grew up hanging out with her kids, uh -huh. her and her daughter steal clothes and like put them down their shirt and pants while I'm in there. I, I saw the video. I'm uh -huh. like, God damn it. Yeah, man. I, I grew up in you your house. Up. I just would have <laughs> never pegged in the whole family was stealing. You're like, you're like, now I know where those uh, where my toy went like yeah they probably kept on they probably stole from you yeah man. so one time i'm out on the floor uh just walking the halls as you do mm. and there are two other lp people working and one comes rushing out and grabs me and goes come with me come with me mm. and we ran out to the doors and there's someone there's a lady getting into her car uh and she's like she's sitting there it looks like she's hyperventilating Mm. This dude's holding his arm and there's another guy on the other side of the car and she puts the like she puts the windows up and is just kind of hiding from us. And he goes, grab one of those doors, lean on it, don't let her open it. So I'm leaning on a door mm. and after we get it situated, I go, what happened? 
He said, well, this lady came in. They're part of a theft ring. She came in and stole like six or $7,000 worth of uh, perfume and cologne. Mm. Like they emptied the whole shelf out except mm. for a couple pieces. Yeah. Put it in the car and they would have gotten away if they left there, but they came in to get more. Oh, fuck. And as they were leaving the second time, they yeah. got caught and she went to run to get into her car. And when she did, she put the keys in. And my buddy who worked in LP grabbed the keys uh-huh. uh, to throw them out of the car. And when he grabbed the keys, she latched onto his arm and bit him and like tore a chunk out of his arm. Oh, shit. He threw the keys out. She yeah. she rolled the window up and she's just in there hyperventilating. Uh-huh. And so we're waiting for yeah. the cops to come yeah. and just leaning on the door. And the cop pulls up. And as the cop pulls up, uh-huh. he gets out and he gets out and he goes, hey, what are you doing? And we turn around and look and see there's a dude who who takes off into the woods behind us and he had like a pipe in his hand none Ooh. of us saw like he i don't yeah. know what angle he snuck up from yeah but he was just gonna he was gonna billy club one of he us with this thing one of you guys. to that try to been... get her yeah and he just oh, happened to pull up man. at the right point uh man. so they got her apprehended yeah. and then my buddy had to go get a i don't know if he had to get a tetanus shot or whatever he had to go get taken care of yeah you don't, you don't want it you don't no, want no, a theft yeah, ring gotta, bite yeah you gotta get a shot yeah so a few of my partners been bit um is that a that is a that's a move? It's that common. They, it's a go to. It's common in L.A. Uh, a woman she was, she was like uh, she was like I got AIDS I got AIDS oh. and she was trying to bite us. She was like trying to chomp. She was like I, I got AIDS, motherfucker. Ah. She I mean she looked like she could have had AIDS had too. It. She was like ninety pounds soaking wet. Oh my god, how I'm fucked up. How uh, long did you guys date after that? <laughs> <laughs> we just broke up. It was the, really the, bad. The AIDS was a deal breaker, man. Yeah. She, HIV maybe, but what the AIDS, a, I can, you know. Yeah. What a <laughs> what a presence of mind to yell, I've got AIDS. I would let you carry it out of the store, whatever yeah. you got. That's all I needed to hear. Do you have a do you have one? I'm sure you got a dozen to beat that story, but do you I have any a, oh, do you man. have one you can think of a like shit just went wild? <sighs> yeah, man. I got a lot of it depends. Do you want an extremely violent one? Do you want something funny, sexual? Like I got a lot of shit. Um whatever got, whichever one. Okay. Whatever um, whatever your favorite one to tell okay. somebody is. This one is pretty comical only because of uh it just shows how some people just love their uh shoes so much they're oh. willing to go to jail like um okay <laughs> and i would love to hear how a how a sexual theft story goes uh, well or you, you know, just catch people having sex and like a well a lot of girls try to bribe you to yeah, get out they yeah do. you know how it goes. <laughs> yeah uh, or, by that you mean a lot of women didn't get arrested for stealing <laughs> <laughs> you know what i was only I would have took one of the girls on her offer. She was fine as fuck. Oh, you know what? I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I have fucked a few apprehensions. You have. I did. Yeah. Okay. When I'm when I'm processing, I'm getting their information and shit. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. As allegedly. Your count- you're as right. your counsel, I allegedly. feel the need to say allegedly. <laughs> I would have banged this one, but she was on probation. Guess what she was on probation for? Hmm. For arson. Oh, <laughs> oh! Don't let her Andre rise in your house. No. <laughs> uh, she told me she was on probation uh, for arson. Uh, I was like, oh, I'm cool. No, don't let she was little, bad too. Little left eye. You don't yeah, want that. Yeah, she was cute as hell. Wow. Man. But um, I had a lot of stories. Um, how about this one? These two guys, they didn't really steal. They did what we call a consumption stop. Basically, when you eat something or you open up something, it's Friday night. Mm-hmm. We're kind of bored. It's kind of slow. These two young hoodlums, I'll call them. But you know, they yep. just want they wanted some liquor. Okay. So they go to a bottle. I forgot what it was. Some kind of vodka or some. Two black dudes. They had a couple girls with them. They open up the vodka. They start pouring it. I think it might have been Ciroc or something. Then they get two plastic cups. They open a bag of cups and they pour it in the cups and they're walking around in Walmart just drinking. 
Uh, to so. Uh, just real quick, yeah. My dad should be arrested every weekend. He does that. A lot. He does a consumption stop. Yeah, yeah I what he does, this guy, he'll he'll get uh like he'll get either uh he'll get like cherries, like pitted cherries, or yeah. like he'll get some kind of produce that you eat a whole bunch of uh-huh. and put it in a bag uh and just eat them in the store uh-huh. the entire time he's there and then just check out later yeah after he's eaten a whole like he's eating he's eating a pound uh-huh. and then he checks out of like a quarter of a pound yeah see. all the time so you'd wrap his ass up you hear that old man you know what? if it's slow Get your shit together. if it's slow i'll do that yeah. if it's slow if it's slow and we ain't had no action all day man fuck it pick a busy day pops anybody could go anybody <laughs> could go but you know what i've actually as soon as you started talking i thought about so many better ones but just to wrap up this one yeah they're drinking alcohol. They're walking towards the door. Me and my partner hit them up. I grabbed the cup out of one of their hands like this. I was just like, thank you, like on some like principal type, you know, thank you, young man, you, right? Mr. Belding <laughs> yeah, his ass. Yeah, Mr. Belding his ass. I love it. He goes running. The other dude wasn't, you know, the other dude, he starts fighting, literally fighting with my partner. Yeah. He looked kind of big. So they're wrestling. I go chasing after them. <laughs> the dude, they were dressed nice. He had some Jordans or something, right? Okay. He's running. One of his Jordans comes off, and he's quick. And I was like, man, I'm not about to chase you around this parking lot. So what do I do? Take I, the Jordan. I grab the fucking Jordan. Yeah. And all his girls, a bunch of people are outside. It's a crowded-ass Walmart. And I say, and he's running, and then he stops because he seems I'm not chasing him. I say, okay. I say, okay, motherfucker. You see this Jordan? I said, say goodbye to this motherfucker, right? And the, the roof, and I was like, I'm going to throw. He was like, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. I said, no. I said, no. You fucked me now. You got me fucked up. Say bye. He was like, no, no, no. Please, please. I said, man, get your ass. Get on the fucking ground, man. I ain't chasing you out here. It's cold as fuck. It was wintertime. And he's like, all right, man. All right, all right, all right, all right. I said, get, get your ass on the ground. I had the handcuffs. I said, here, motherfucker, you got me fucked up. I said, I'm still, I'm still going to throw it. You know, I'm talking shit. He's like, come on, man. Why you going to do all that? I handcuff his ass. I lift him up. Now we're going to walk back in the store. My boy has the other one under control now. And he's like, you going to put my shoe on? I said, no, man. Hop your ass back in the store. <laughs> so he's on one foot. He's holding his Jordan. I'm holding his Jordan. Okay. He is on one foot hopping in <laughs> to the Walmart. And... uh that was I thought that from was from outside from outside in from outside but how, how great is that that he was willing to take the charge he was willing to the take charge. The, just, I'll take the misdemeanor just give me the Jordan give me back. my Jordan back <laughs> people would do anything for Jordans people when we were kids people would mm. get killed for Jordans yeah so a, a misdemeanor you can expunge that after a short period of time yeah that's where I agree with that he probably paid yeah two hundred dollars for those Jordans yeah no man unless he stole them too you know what. I don't know, he did but a consumption. He just put his foot in one. Jordan. I did a lot of tactics then. I probably should have been fired that's a lot, a, but I just kept getting promoted. Vigilante justice. That's, yeah, that's the way yeah. it needs to be done. And the story that beats that, I, I got to tell you this one. Okay, yeah. this one's hilarious. Real quick, big dude. He already returned two things illegally. Right okay. at this point, we already got him, but he did just like yours. He came back in the store. They get greedy. We already had him. Yep. Picture so picture on the monitor. Yeah. Yep. We already got him. Now we're just waiting for him to leave. He's in the store. He's taking a sweet-ass time. He's in sporting goods. He's just browsing now. He's browsing. He's looking he's at cocky. Like, He's getting cocky. But since we, since we already had the theft, we don't even have to wait for him to leave now. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's certain crimes where people think, I didn't leave the store. You can't do nothing. Because he's taking things out already. He's already done it. Yep. It's already done data. So So you get to just mob We're ready this. to go to lunch, right? So we approach him. Mm-hmm. Big dude. Big as fuck. Okay. Like my height, but like probably 100 pounds more than me. Mix okay. of fat and, 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 and solid, too. Mix yep. of fat and solid. Okay. Redneck ass dude. Oh, okay. Tweaker, redneck, like big, just just crazy. We hit him up. Sir, how you doing? Hella polite. 
It was Easter Sunday, matter of fact. <laughs> I got a nice button up on, yep. nice plaid on. I said, you hey, gotta, sir. You don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. Right. I don't want to do this to him. I got my alligator shirt yeah. on, sir. I don't want to. Yeah. I'm like, sir, I'm Walmart security. We have our badges out. We had like real like fucking police looking badges. Like we, we went kind of extreme. Yeah. Like, we were car Well, you have to because Walmart's no joke. Yeah. It wasn't all pussified like it is now either. Yeah. Like we didn't have the yellow shirt people and the little hands off. You didn't have to explain your style. Yeah. Nah. We ran up gung ho. The good old days. I'm talking to him. He's like, he's like, I didn't do shit. You guys can't do shit. You can't touch me. He's like, leave me alone. Get the fuck out of my face. That's how he talked to us. Okay. So we look at me and my partner. You know when somebody says something so like rude to you, you're like, wait a minute. Like you just pause. Yes. You don't it have an immediate. Yes. yes. I was like, what the fuck? Because I was nice. I was like, hey, man, how you doing? I'm Walmart security. Can I talk to you for a minute? He's like, Walmart security. I don't have to fucking talk to you. Don't touch me. You can't do shit anyway. Oh. And turned around and kept shopping. And I'm like, and I look at my partner like, hold on, let's try this again. It's like, say, hey, it's like casino. Can yeah. you take your feet off the table? Yeah, exactly. That's what it was. So I'm, I'm over here like, hey, man, uh, we already know what you did. We already got the video made. Everything's waiting for you in the office, man. Yep. If you come with us nice and smooth, you can probably go home tonight. If you make this bigger than it needs to be, you might have a new address tonight. It's <laughs> all up to you how you want to go from here, sir. And I don't want to interrupt, yeah. but this is, I'm glad we're doing this as an example that I was yeah. going to lead into this by saying you're probably the smoothest comic out of the group of guys. That's a very smooth man. <laughs> yeah. That's a very, I'm glad you chose a life of a yeah. good, like a good natured, yeah. contributing life because yeah. you could have you been a pimp in this town if you I'm wanted to be. You. That's yeah. a way you could talk someone into making some money for you. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, that was always my, I wasn't the, confrontational like when i when i go out on stops a lot of times they didn't get physical i would have dangerous ass people in my office and and sheriffs and police would pull up like man this guy has two strikes how'd you get him in the office i just would smooth talk him man i would make them think that i had like helicopter shit ready they'd be like i'd be like look man i got two sheriffs on standby what do you want to do you want to go jail you want to go home it what do you want to like- do get in the <laughs> office man like yeah they'd be like all right come on let's Top just get over flight, motherfucking security. <laughs> yeah, i would talk to him <laughs> I would talk to him so smooth, but this asshole, he had a friend that worked for Walmart, and he knew every fucking policy. He was one of those. He okay. thought he knew. Yep. He was like, I know the fucking policy. I got a friend that works for asset protection, and you can't do shit. And he's saying this loud, Yeah. okay, making a scene. I say, all right, man. My other friend, he's a uh, he was an MMA fighter, my partner, so yep. he don't have that patience, but he was small. He's got, oh, yeah. Little he's Napoleon. small, and he has that little scrappy dude. Little yeah. Napoleon. But he knows he can't take this big dude down, so he looks at me. He says, man, come on, man. Just take him down, Los. That was all, that was all I remember him saying. I mm. said, huh? He said, take him down, Take him Los. down. He'll do the rest. I said, oh, shit. So I did the old school. Like, you know, you put your leg behind someone's. And then yeah. I did one of those to the guy. Yeah. This fucker goes down hard. Ton of bricks. I'm talking about boom, boom. The whole, like, register shit. I didn't even know that thing could move. But the whole register setup, like the counter, all that shit just slid. He's not built for falling. He's so big, he came down hard. Bam, right on his face. Because mm. I was behind him. I was, like, on the side of him. Yeah. Bow. All this is busted. Yep. He's leaking in sporting goods in Walmart. And he starts screaming like like a like a like a banshee, like he's been shot. Like he's like, ah, he's like, ah I want a hundred and fifty thousand. Yeah, that's likely. He's like, <laughs> you guys just fucked up now. I'm getting a five hundred dollar gift card. Like he was a fucking smoker. He said, I'm getting a five hundred dollar gift card, you asshole. And he's screaming this in sporting goods. And and hi, sir. And we're like, getting up. We're like, get up. He's like, no, no, you guys fucked me up. I'm hurt. <laughs> ah, help, help. Ah. He's screaming. So my friend had a pallet jack. Some yeah. hardworking uh, Hispanic dude was like, um, 
He had a paddle jack. I was like, man, give me the fucking paddle jack. I'm about to, you know, we're getting ready to like forklift. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he, he comes over and then I'm and then I start thinking. I was like, nah, that's stupid. I'm not gonna put him on the fucking. That would have just been so display, humiliating. Like, display him <laughs> yeah. just for the for everyone else at the store. <laughs> yeah. This is what happened. <laughs> we we're gonna put him on a fucking on a paddle jack. So he's bleeding all over the floor. He's screaming, help, abuse, brutality. He's the victim. We drag him, bro, from the back of the store, sporting goods. Our office was by the front entrance. <laughs> we drag him while he's screaming, you guys fucked up. You guys are fucking fired, man. You guys are fucking fired. He's leaving a streak of blood. If our badges weren't out, people would have thought like we were like cartel kidnapping them or just some right. kind of horrible. But they seen our badges. <laughs> he's screaming about all the shit he's getting. He's like, oh, you're so fucking sued, bro. He's like, I'm getting a gift card. No, I'm getting a fucking fuck a gift card. I'm going to own this motherfucker. I'm going to get an Emerson this TV for this <laughs> <Yeah>. shit. <laughs> we get him in the office. We slam his ass down. Tell me why. As soon as we close the door, we say, you fucked up, man. You made that scene. Your ass is going to jail. And we turn around, start doing our, cop uh, start doing our paperwork. And he's like, all right, man, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. Just let me go, man. I'm sorry. He started apologizing. He had drugs on him and shit. He ended, oh, up, shit. He ended up getting three years. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Three years. The shitty return was like 22 bucks, too. It wasn't even a big stop. Mm. But he could, he just cracked out. I think he might have been high on meth. I don't know, bro. But he just wowed out. Wow. And he screamed from that place. Yeah, we dragged him, bro. Like, like What a job. Yeah, it was what funny. A, what a job. It was that's hilarious the only time. other job. Like, that's the only job that you can do that. I couldn't believe I was getting paid for that. With Right. without You didn't have to go to an academy. You no academy. You could just, you know what? I got recruited heavily oh, by the yeah, sheriffs. I was giving them a lot of good stops. I actually, that's how I got, that's what moved me out here. Because oh, Bakersfield right? is a very high theft area. Yeah. And um, all these stores are losing so much money. They offered me, they gave me a $5,000 check to come out here. Wow. And they told me they pay for my move and they would give me a raise if I took a position out here. So they do all I took it. it. Yeah, because I, I was a market trainer for anybody from Lancaster to Victorville, all those stores. Is there a store or a section of town here that's notorious for being the most highest theft? Mm, you know what? As soon as I got out here, I didn't fit. I didn't like the leadership. I didn't like everything, anything else. So I kind of quit. Okay. The ones that I knew about were bad when I was here was mm -hmm. obviously, you know, the East Side one okay. and the uh, Panama one. Really? Lost a shitload of money. They were always losing shit, too. Man. Panama and uh, and East Hills. Panama, there it is. You thieving bums. You thieving ass bums in Panama. Better, Get it together. You better hope to God Los doesn't come out. You bums. Yeah, you he's coming. Smucks. And tackle all you bitches. <laughs> yeah. So, it will... That's a what a great place to start. Yeah. So, uh, uh, thank you again for joining me. For everyone listening, my guest uh, tonight is uh, Lito Iglesias. Yeah. Uh, oh, recording now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. It's when been, we start? I, I started a, when we started talking about the. Oh the, shit! Okay. The, hey, yeah. hey, what's up, people? How you so, doing? Yeah. When we started talking loss prevention, I, yeah. I got us going. Oh, I get passionate, man. When I talk about loss prevention, that's, oh, that's great, my baby. Great stories, that's my baby. So Lido's been a, a good addition to our group. How long? How long it was that you joined us to in stand up in town? I joined you guys. I would say late 2017, probably about a year now. Oh, is it? Is it only been that? It's I only been it about a year. Than, have you been doing stand up a year? Or has it been longer than that? In February it'll be two years. Oh, okay. So in February it'll be two years. Pretty fresh. I didn't know if you were doing it the longer before that or not. Yeah. Uh, nah. Were you? And there's there's kind of uh we're we're one big you know it's a big group of friends in town mm -hmm. but there's a couple of different groups like where a lot of people get started yeah uh so were you so were you doing a few shows with Tyson before we crossed paths or was it pretty quickly no I think I actually met you before I met Tyson okay um 
Tyson just seen me at Timbler one time. Oh, okay. And he and he uh, approached me like he's done a few other people too, out here. But yeah, he's seen the talent. There's a he's bunch of the yeah, talent. He's, yeah, he's, he's seen he he's seen a star. Yeah, he was like you know he tried to get his Barry Gordy on you know his uh you know he tried to get his uh. Quincy Jones, Dana White, all those guys. Yeah, right yeah, let me top. sign them. Let me sign them to uh, We On The Laughs uh, records. Yeah, he tried, <laughs> he, tried, he tried to be a mogul. He's seen the, you know, on trying Wednesday. Trying to build an empire. Yeah, exactly. Trying to get his Lucius on. So you've been out of just, just about two years now. Yeah. Um, and we've done, we've done a few shows together now we have uh we, we shared have. one that we'll, we'll be we'll be talking about in a minute here oh, because yeah. i know you have a good story about it for you personally oh yeah but you i don't have know one if you, too, I, I man yeah it was one of the weirdest <laughs> that's the night stories we won't for forget yeah. but again i i will post this and and the, the people will know you and get to see who you are but also we were yeah. talking about this off mic before i was saying that you're the you're the smooth guy of the group and i was i joke oh, around on you, stage man. when you're around and i say that you were the kid yeah. like to if the people listening don't know what you look like as they're listening to this uh-huh. i always say that you were the guy who was you were the guy who the only guy who was good on the little league team like the kid like the yeah. cool kid yeah like did you you developed before all your friends i bet like yeah you had a cool like you had a cool mustache and shit <laughs> <laughs> right you know you the 12, like i developed a little later i was shy oh you actually. were i was i had it but i was shy okay i was shy i was like till i was 16 if you were i like the only girls that would date me were the exchange students if you moved in mm, from another town yeah if you moved in for another town and didn't know who was cool based uh-huh. on like who was in the school I yeah. might be able to get you to date me. But if you were in the school, I was, yeah, same thing, quiet. Much like today, the big girls always had a thing for me. Even really? Back, even back then. Okay. They would chase me around elementary and middle school, and that's, now they chase me around Winco and That's always been a uh, thing. Golden Corral. And so is that, that what loss prevention was? Partly you chasing people around the store and partly... Yeah, I was traumatized by being chased by so many big Some, girls uh, as a kid that <laughs> I had to start chasing people down as LP. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes they chased you around the LP yeah, store. Yeah, sometimes too. they chased me down there too. My yeah. God. But Good yeah, times. yeah. so it, um, we've been at it for about two years now. And two years. How long ago was it? I guess it was about six months ago mm-hmm. that we did a show together in Inglewood. Yeah, Inglewood. Inglewood. Oh, it's up to no good. My first time in Inglewood. That was one of the coolest things for me. Ever? Yeah, like first just time to be, ever. Just ever to first be time in Inglewood. Ever oh, just shit. Okay. Being in there. All right. You know, I'm I'm from Pennsylvania, so yeah. It my first month or two down here, like the first couple trips down to L.A., uh-huh. I was driving through the exits of that are on all the Dr. Dre songs. Like we didn't yeah. know, we don't really know those are like Slauson and like yeah. we don't know that's real shit. <laughs> yeah, we just say the words yeah. and then I'm driving down Crenshaw. like oh, oh Crenshaw, Crenshaw. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it is packed and full of cars. Yeah, what the hell? yeah. <laughs> so it was cool to be down there. So I was like, all right. Yeah. And, here, and the, the common thread through all these, uh, almost all these stories is um, it, it never quite goes as advertised. And you always you always get dazzled by what like. So what I hear is yeah. we uh, Lito and I have a mutual friend uh-huh. uh, who's who's a comic in L.A. and has done quite a few things and gotten quite a few credits. Yeah. Uh, we, OG in the game. OG in the game. Mm-hmm. And he, he said to me at an open mic uh, before this, he's like, hey, man, I'm doing a show. <laughs> Do the show the club. I want you to feature for me, man. Come on, man. Come, come on, on down. Do a couple of shows. You know, it ain't nothing. I want no. Yeah. Not, not mentioning any names, but he's like, yeah. hey, come on, man. <laughs> I 
want you to feature do for that me. Bakersfield thing that y'all like to do out here you know do that Bakersfield comedy you know exactly so, <laughs> so as a buddy I'm like as a buddy I'm like yeah, yeah I'll, I'll come down I've never been to the club before yeah. I'd like to come down and do it yeah so I find out a couple of uh of I, I know Tyson's going to be on the show yeah and I see a fly where at this point were you on the show then I wasn't you, on the show I thought that was part of it I wasn't on the show and yeah. that adds to the story for your yeah dynamic. yeah so it, I see me Tyson and this guy uh-huh. closing out the show. And I'm like, all right, there'll be like three of us, maybe four if there's a host or something like that. Show's uh-huh. supposed to start at 8 p.m. I get down to the J-Spot, which is a really cool-looking club. I'd say it holds yeah. like 250, 300, somewhere around there. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's, a, it's a little mini landmark now. It's, it's made a, its mark. It's kind of historic for, uh, for a yeah. lot of black comics and, and just, you know, a lot of comics in general. And it's, a really cool a big setup deal. to kind the of a room. Big deal. Yeah, yeah, good spot. So I walk in there and the show's like the show's build to start at eight. So I show up early to check it out. I show up at seven. Mm. First mistake. Woo! Yeah. First white guy mistake. mistake. First white, white guy mistake. mistake. <laughs> white guy mistake. I showed up at eight. Not like I showed up at seven to be early for eight. I didn't realize yeah. that eight. Like, eight would have been early for eight. Yeah, because we're starting at nine thirty. <laughs> I'm the only one who didn't know that. I showed up and the staff was like, "What are you doing here?" <laughs> So I show up and sit there Are by you myself. Lost? Like, exactly. I didn't know what was going on. So again, but I show up and I'm expecting three or four people on the show. Yeah. I show up and everybody arrives and the crowd's maybe like two dozen people, two dozen, three dozen people. Yeah. It's not a big crowd and it's a room that seats, like I said, two fifty or so, and they're kind of spread out. So that's always that's always a factor that you're gonna look at. And then I notice that there are like sixteen comics gonna be on the show <laughs> yeah yeah and then four on the flyer 16 uh, end up being on the on the undercard right the show, and then yeah. the headliner shows up and he he's out of his mind i don't know if yeah. he was drinking already before he got there but he was he was in another place yeah uh when when he was talking to me yeah and so i'm showing up and like i said a couple of days before he's like yeah man i want you to feature for me and then someone the host like gives me like you know that when someone gives you the finger of the come here finger yeah and like oh god yeah. It's like a walking over and he goes, here's the deal. You're going to host the pre-show. <laughs> <laughs> I, said, I said, what the fuck is a pre-show? What's, what's, what's the pre-show? What's a pre-show? You're doing the pre-game. What? He goes, you know, you just host. You go up. You do a little bit of time. And then you'll just introduce people for the pre-show. And then we're going to do the real show. Get the fuck out of here. See? That's what I said. What shit is that? Yeah. And, the, and he's like, you don't want to do that? And I said, <laughs> you don't wanna, I said, you don't want to do that. I said, no. And he, and he goes like, oh, he goes, all right, well, tell the guy, tell that guy who's sitting next to you to come out. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I watch that guy go over and I watch them have the same conversation. And then like the one guy points at me to go like, why not him? Oh. And I saw the host point at me like I just tried to get him to do this and he wouldn't do it either. Yeah. So finally they get someone to do that. We uh-huh. start at like 930. They do this pre-show, uh-huh. which is like four comics. One of the four comics uh, flew out from Denver Whoa. to be on the show. Oh, okay, yeah, I remember that. He flew oh. out from Denver to do 10 minutes on a pre-show at yeah, this thing. Yeah, man. He's got a story, too. He I'm must sure. have flew Spirit or something. He must have. Southwest Spirit. I, <laughs> God, I hope so. It probably didn't cost him much. I, boy, I hope. I, <laughs> <laughs> it didn't make him much, so I hope no, it didn't yeah, cost him. No, yeah. And then the show show starts, and the host goes up and does some time. Yeah. And as the host is about to bring me up, the microphone stops working. Oh, the boy did it. Did it ever. Boy did it. Now I remember again. that. That shit went mute. So you were there. Oh, I seen all that. Oh, you saw. I was you attentively saw me die. paying attention. So you handled that 
fucking smooth. You see, I appreciate that. But smooth. You are you are being nice and and generous because here's yeah. from my side of the stage, uh-huh. the microphone breaks as I'm getting up there. Yeah. So I go up and take the microphone and talk in it, and nothing happens. Yeah, man. And then that was the, a bad look. And then the DJ comes up and tries to fix the speaker, and it doesn't work. And then mm. someone else comes up and tries, and it doesn't work. Meanwhile, I'm just standing there holding the microphone. <laughs> that for like was. Six and minutes. I remember you said something about being. The whitest guy there tonight, and I wasn't supposed to be. Betts was supposed to be on Betts the show too. Betts was supposed too. to be, but he he wasn't. He didn't want no parts of that. That's yeah. well, that's the other part is I didn't know <laughs> I didn't know I was gonna be the white boy on the show, which is fine. Yeah, but I'm usually I'm usually the beige guy on a white. Yeah, show. you're not even the whitest of white guys. Right. Yeah, I'm usually the beige guy on the white yeah. show. I didn't know I was gonna be the white boy at the black club. Yeah, and then the black club did the worst thing a black club could do for a white guy would be look like every black stereotype typical thing the shit wasn't working killed the microphone i've done that place before and it was great smooth, smooth. great night probably f- probably great set room was probably full everything was full so that night you came and and i could tell you when you told that i, c- I, I could probably look- like see that's why i didn't go i no, told you I'm- i here's here's <laughs> yeah. why and i said this to the crowd is that yeah. and they laughed at it is one of the only things they laughed at as uh, for me is i said I, I said i wasn't supposed to be the white guy on this show and they yeah. laughed i said yeah uh, and if you don't believe me the other guy that was supposed to be on this show yeah isn't coming to the show because he had to go to the coast to take family photos exactly very I rest my case that's the whitest thing you could yeah. and they didn't really get that because they were like we go right here to take family photos. That's they right. go to the swap meet. We do it at the family we reunion. Could be, we could go do photos, year. yeah. Or we could go down the street and family. We don't got to go to the coast to do it. Yeah, we do. Which is <laughs> funny because I used to get a family reunion, try to get a family reunion joke going, but white audiences never got it. Oh yeah, black folks would get that. Black folks, they're big on family, family reunion t-shirts. Family reunion, yeah. hot item, hot item, big time. Family reunions always go over well. They do. You know. So I'm on stage. Uh-huh. Uh, no, I couldn't look whiter. Standing there with a broken microphone, not knowing what to do. But you held your own because you got that strong presence. You're kind of like we're we're similar in a way that even like if things are going bad, it doesn't look from the outside. Because I'm watching you, and the crowd is still like they still kind of you know you got the whole meathead the beige yeah. kind of you know you got the handsome smooth thing going on too. So when we're doing that, we can still kind of look, you know, we can Do still salvage. Something. Yeah. We don't look like a nervous, like, uh, uh, like we don't look frantic even when that shit fell apart. And, it and was the crowd quiet. was so, the crowd was yeah. so cool. Like they, they, like cool. they were, they were like cheering me on to get through it they as, were. as much as they could. And it was still a disaster, but they did everything they could to they make did. it go well. They did. Because there's only two or three crowd members for every five to 10 feet of space. Yeah. Because they're all spread out across the club. So they exactly. did everything they could. Mm-hmm. And a few of them came up afterwards and like, hey, you hung in there. Of course, I just want to <laughs> fall off the roof of the place because oh, I'm not at like man. my act isn't based on physicality or based on mm-hmm. a lot of energy or sound or whatever. So yeah. if I lose the microphone in a big room, yeah. it's going to be tough sledding to get my, you know, the voice pitches and the different references and all that. So I just I'm the same way. I need a mic too. just ate it for 15. I mean, back sweat. Every, but luckily got through it you had me there got through it and so <laughs> I, I get off stage and i sit down next to you and you and me just kind of <laughs> giggle yeah and do you remember what you said to me like because because now you told me i'm gonna oh i'm gonna go up too and i said oh, and then i found out you didn't know you were going up yeah but someone said go go do some time uh-huh. do you remember what you said to me i don't remember you said to me uh i'd like to get some footage for for of my sets yeah. can you can you film this for Faithful. me and i said of course very faithful and so you gave me your phone yeah 
Uh, and so I'll let you tell uh, as much of the story for Whew. the J-Spot story that you want. Hurts. I'll let you start from your beginning. Okay. This is the Bomb Diaries, right? It sure is. Oh, man. Okay. Now, bombing for me, very, very tough, man. It's heavy. When I bomb, it's like, I don't bomb very often. It hurts for when me, When I too. bomb, yeah. You know how people say, well, you need to bomb because when you bomb, you get better and you got to bomb. I don't. No, when, if I bomb a couple more times, man, that might be it. You like I don't have that resolve in me <laughs> to just keep getting better. I feel like I a need, piece of shit. I every need to time keep I doing bomb. well. Yeah, no. When yeah. I bomb, I've bombed. What I consider a bomb, I've bombed twice, and okay. that was one. Yep. Okay, and yeah, man. So here we are. Tyson has the show. We're in L.A. already. We went to the Groundlings School of Improv. Okay, great day so far. We had some food. I said, okay, we'll go on this show. Part of me knew that maybe the comic not to be named would throw me some time. Okay. And I was feeling so cocky and arrogant. You were having a good day. Because the previous night I killed a show. I forgot what show it was, but I I killed it. And by the way, feeling you, funny. you always do. Whenever you kill it, you never remember that. You never remember. You'll remember it. this bomb forever. Yeah, remember. I'll be telling my grandkids this bomb. <laughs> um so I'm telling Tyson, I said, okay, I'll probably have some time, you know, but I don't have nothing prepared. But hey, I'm funny as fuck. I'm going to go kill this. Go, that was yeah. my mindset. Yeah. My dick is like extra large at this point. I'm just mandingo. I'm swinging it. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get on stage. You're swinging a groundling size I'm dick swinging a groundlings, Louisville slugger sized, uh, you know. So at this point, you're like, can you take my phone and record because people are going to want to see this shit. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> record and see how it's done, son. That's how I'm thinking. Okay. Yeah. How about you take some notes? That's how I'm feeling. <laughs> Even the Denver guy, when he got off stage, he asked me how he did. Mm -hmm. And I critiqued him as if I was about to come and kill. <laughs> I was like, it was cool, man. It was cool, kid. I, mean, I, I might even call him kid, even though he's been doing it five years. I was yeah. like, it was cool, kid. Yeah, you did all right. Yeah. yeah. Just, you know, hey, hey, you know. Yeah. And then I, I consoled you. Not consoled you, but I was like, man, no, you, you still did, did you, good. Yeah, you, you did good. your thing. Even with the mic, you did handle that. So here I go, man. That room i told you i did it before everything was great um the host it was the same guy I, something about that host i want to roast him every time i go up there mm -hmm. and you know when you kind of half hard to do something you know i feel like i need to roast him for some reason but when i get up there i just don't go all the way yeah. so it kind of throws me off my set because i don't know something about that guy he just <laughs> and sometimes yeah. there's something about being recorded that it takes you a second to get into you too so yeah. you might have pulled the punch of yeah something well the thing something about that stage is the lights are blinding yes they're blinding for me how was it for you they are you can't really see the crowd good. and if i it, and it took me it's only a matter of doing lots of shows with lights that like that, that yeah allow you to, the first time that happened mm -hmm. was the second time i ever did stand up was at a comedy club in tulsa and i got up and it was uh, the light shining in my face and i can't see anybody and i'm in a yeah. dark room yeah like there people are there but i can't see and i'm like holy shit i yeah. don't know it's only it's only doing that a bunch of times that you don't freak out when it first happens. Yeah. And and, and only after doing it a bunch of times did I know once I'm up here for a little mm -hmm. while, my eyes will adjust and I'll be able to see enough people like I'll be able to start to piece the room together. Yeah. Eventually. But other like at the beginning when those things first started happening, I deer in headlights. And yeah. I'd be like, oh, God. I'm not quite used to lights like that. Yeah, I will say that. But before I even get to lights, let me let me let me I can't forget this. Mm hmm. So I'm sitting there where the comics sit in the lounge as you're performing. As you're performing, the comic, not to be named, 
He comes to me and says, hey, man, you want to do some time? You, know, you want to do a few minutes? I say, yeah, no problem. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, I'm going to go up there. He was like, yeah, man, that's what's up, man. Just do what you do, man. We, we love this comic, by the way. Yeah, we love him. We great, love him. He's very friend. unique, good guy. Love the fella. He throws me a few minutes because he likes to get everybody some time. Yeah. Then he comes back to me a few minutes later. And instead of me going immediately after you, he was like, all right, man, you going to bring that shit tonight? You going to bring that heat? Yeah, I got some heat. Me, yeah. <laughs> my stupid ass, yeah. not knowing what's going to happen. Yeah, I reassured him that I was going to, quote, bring the heat. Bring the heat. I said, yeah, man, I'm going to bring the heat. I got the heat. So worst thing someone can ask you before you go on stage, by the way, are you going to do well? Yeah. Hey, I remember, yeah. Like, I, remember yeah. I almost got into a fight with a kid in high school because I transferred to the school yeah. uh, to, to like in 11th grade, and I was on their basketball team, and we sucked. Yeah, and it was like my second day at school, and the kid goes, "You guys gonna win tonight?" Uh, like, no, see? we're gonna get, no, we're see? gonna get we're gonna get trounced, man. Hey, so me. yeah, are you gonna bring that heat? Bring, yeah, I got the I really yeah, showed him. Yeah. I got the heat. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm gonna bring the heat. Setting yeah. you up for failure for sure. Yeah, I got the heat. That's my stupid ass. Then a kind of somewhat not famous, but did you notice the other comedian who came? I did. Can yeah, we name him? Or he no? actually, you can. I think he closed out the night, right? Scruncho. Scruncho comes in (laughs) from How High Fame and uh, Bad Boys of Comedy (laughs) and other, you know, he has a good catalog. He has a decent catalog. And uh, uh, um, I've seen a lot of movies with Scruncho. Scruncho's in there. I always forget, like, I just... In the story, forgetting where we were, I was uh-huh. like, "What's that? What's the name?" And I'm expecting like a name, like a like a you like, know, like David a John. Something. Some, no, I forgot for Scruncho. a second where I am. That's it. That Scruncho is going to finish the this headliner. Show. Yeah, Scruncho walked into a nice, you know, little ovation. I showed him love. He showed me love. I embraced Scruncho. Now, besides me having to bring the heat. Uh, Scruncho's there, so now I'm thinking, shit. Now I got to kill it for Scruncho because he'll take me on tour. I'll go on tour with Scruncho. And come, you know, to a uh, uh, to I better, a, a I better mess hall of, near you. I better figure out my nickname now. Yeah, I need so to get that a I can, you know, low luncho for luncho, luncho and scruncho. You see, I'm like, there it how. is. So, man, I'm getting ready to bring the heat. I give you my phone. I tell you and the rest of the guys to take notes. It's about to go down. <laughs> <laughs> I remember getting on stage. I remember being the lights again. Me, I was, I was, I was. I wanted to say a joke about the host that I thought would have went funny, but I wasn't confident enough to say it. Yeah. So it kind of threw me off my opening. First few minutes weren't bad. I maybe wasn't loud enough, but I remember doing well the first few minutes mm-hmm. from what I remember. Mm-hmm. I was doing well, doing all right. Then I looked up at the lights again, and then uh, it was like men in black, bro. Like that flash. like Wipe, wipe the memory. White memory. I went fucking blank. Yep. Okay, completely and blank. I'm, so I'm watching this on two screens, my <laughs> eyes and life, and, You're like, <laughs> and through your phone. Yes. So I'm blank, staring at the lights. And then if I go blank on stage, I normally can look at somebody in a crowd and start messing with them, and then I could get back, you know, right. get back on track, get the wheels back, you know what I mean, get the, get the wheels back turning, do something. So I'm looking, and I can't see shit. Right. And I'm blank. <laughs> so I'm after saying... <laughs> You can't see because there's a light right in your face and the yeah. room is really dark. And, yeah. and, yeah. And, you know, I just, hey, yeah, and that reason too. I can't <laughs> see nothing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's just say dark this is, in the, there. This is the worst room very, to, to be the first time you're yeah, trying to see the man. crowd. Yeah. yeah. Very poorly lit. Mm-hmm. Um, And so I say, all right, give me one second, yo. I'm going to get my phone. Like a. T- right. <laughs> like a t- so you go. <laughs> So, and when you say that, I'm going, 
shit. I announced that to the crowd. Hold on, let me get my phone. I hit my pockets, and it didn't hit me. I, and I really thought, like, where the fuck's my phone? Then I realized. You point at me. I said, oh, yeah. You Chris got my phone. <laughs> oh, shit, my bad, y'all. And I say this all on stage on the mic. I go reaching for a phone that doesn't exist. And I and I point at Chris, and I just say, uh, so I'm like, okay, I'm going to do my end joke now. Right. Which always goes well when I recite it well at the end of a good set. I say, I'm going to come with my poem then, my ghetto poem. Okay. Yeah, man. After I reach for my phone that didn't exist, uh, all right, I'm just going to hit y'all with this. I get my glasses out to do this routine, okay. which normally is a killer. Then I go to say it, and the first two lines, I just, I just blank. Blank. I botch them. I mean, I kind of say said some of them, but I couldn't remember the lines, the punchline. The crowd is trying to work with me. They did their part because in this poem, they have to participate. Come on, baby. Yeah, they're like, they, they're like, yeah, when you get what? I think, yeah, yeah, I think it's my, uh, I think it was when I think it's the when my when I get my income tax joke. So I say when I say something, you guys have to say when I get my income tax. So they oh, were yeah, like, yeah. "Okay, when we get our income tax, what?" And I'm like, "Uh, hold on a second. And after a few more minutes of that, I just say, "Well, I guess I'll just get my ass off stage now, and uh, <laughs> y'all have a good night. Uh, God bless y'all. Good night." And I get off fucking stage, bro. And I wanted to go cry, but what I did was. I pull out my phone. No, when I got my phone from you, mm-hmm. I acted like, uh, you know, I, I embraced you and Tyson and everything. Yep. Low G. I mean, not low G. Uh, <clears throat> I'm, a, I'm a G. Yeah. Um, the, the other comic guy, he, you know, he gave me the little, all right, man, you know, you didn't bring the heat, but, you know. Did he say that to you? Nah, but okay. that's the look he kind of gave me. Okay. So the way the club is set up, you have to walk past you know, kind of like behind, kind of like through the crowd, kind of, yeah. to get outside or yeah. to the patio or to, to the exit. Yeah. So for this long, to, for this walk that seemed like it'd be the longest walk ever, yeah. I didn't want to just walk through and have people like, "Oh, good job next time," or just anything. I pull out, I grab my phone and I put it to my ear like I'm actually making a phone call. Yep. Anything. Which I, which I was not. Yep. Just so that people wouldn't have the urge to give me those little. Uh, <laughs> and I walked to the balcony, man. And I called my mom, bro. Oh, I called moms. I called moms. I called moms. And I called moms. This this is sad, bro. I called moms. She, you know, went off on me like, why'd you do that? What the fuck? You know, parents, I don't know why I bombed, mom. Why do you? I I, I didn't. tried not to. Yeah, I don't. What if you called and she's like, why didn't you bring the heat? (laughs) (laughs) You always bring the heat. Why did you? Didn't he tell you to bring the heat to Miles was no help at all. She was like, well, why weren't you prepared? <laughs> and you, f- when that happens, you yeah. feel so alone. Oh, because the other guys, man. like, unless unless we've all been through the fire together, which is, and I'll tell you what we talked, I'll mention what we talked about afterwards, is yeah. the other comics, if they don't, re- they try not to look at you. Yeah. Like, you don't want to see anybody else. You just feel like you're on an island. Yeah. And now you called your mom and no help there. No and help. And only three moms. more hours left to go in the show. Only so. three more hours wasn't like alone so i couldn't just leave yep you know i wasn't home i couldn't just leave it was a long way home um i think i might even have called my ex too you know that's bad when you call your ex yeah you just need somebody to talk to just and this is and that's the thing is (laughs) this is only your second bomb ever yeah so you're only in comedy a little over a year at this point yeah which is like my my worst bomb ever was still like 
like a, maybe six to eight months away from that. And I remember how much death that felt like. That was right down the street here at the Doubletree Hotel. Oh, man. Uh, so you had to drive back from Inglewood. Yeah. I only drove back. The, the Doubletree to here was only about four miles, and it was the longest ride home I've ever taken in my life yeah. so i know and and i was by myself oh man i was by myself which is which i imagine is, watch huh? but <laughs> i but i imagine i would have been even more mortified if there were three people in the car like yeah, you had to do yeah man especially like man i'm on that balcony and i'm just going through it like oh my god and um because a lot of people bond because they're nervous in front of people right right, right. It's the public speaking for me, that's not an issue because I've always had to, uh, you know, I've always, I used to conduct our like morning meetings for my old company in front of 50 employees yeah. and I would make them funny. So that was like my pre, that was like my warm like up. Mic. Yeah. I did the TV show. I did Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. That's National right. TV. You did Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. I did Wheel of Fortune. I'm not shy. I had no reason to bomb besides me just going blank and just, you it know, just bombing happened. for others. Yeah. It just happened. It's just one of those things that happened. Yeah. And, uh. Yeah, it was bad, man. And I had to talk to a, a few other guys. Tyson introduced me to a guy. He was like, oh, you should talk to him. He's, he's been doing comedy forever. And then Tyson tells me, yeah, and he always bombs. So, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he bombs. Like, he's, a, he's terrible, but <laughs> talk to him. But he stays <laughs> around. He stays around. Don't you want and, a, and the guy, you know, of course, the guy doesn't think he's terrible. but and, right. it, and it is. I've seen so many comedians, they'll go out and, you know, I don't want to say they're, you know, I don't want to talk bad about them. But, yeah, they'll have, like, rough sets night in, night out and not give a damn. Always. But for me, it's like, oh, my God. Some of them them rack up quite a few credits doing it. Yeah. So. Yeah. But I think by the time I caught you, you were outside. Mm -hmm. And, again, (laughs) second bomb. When it's your your first handful of bombs. If you're, at least if you're like me, you're pretty shook afterwards. Yeah. And and you're just like, man, I, I don't know what. And I remember talking to you, and I, I, I think I told you the story of my worst bomb. You did. Um, you did. That was and, pretty rough, too, yeah. And I said, like, we've all been through it, and, w- like, yeah. we've all seen enough of your comedy that we mm-hmm. know that the, it's it's not, it just happens. It's yeah. not, it doesn't make you, it doesn't make your comedy any less than it is. It doesn't mean you're bad, na- it doesn't mean you're not funny. Na- it just yeah. happens, and it happens to all of us. And while I was filming you, I was in a weird spot because I was yeah. like, what what can I do like, can I do something to make it? Because I know, like, I know your jokes and yeah. I know the ones that go over like gangbusters. Yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of thinking of going, like, I'm kind of thinking out. of going like, <laughs> yeah. but I don't want you to be like, Hey, fuck you, man. Don't yell. <laughs> I would have did it, man. Throw me a bone. Yeah. Like, uh, like improv, isn't that improv? Or like, yeah. <laughs> throw me out something. Say it a word. Like, it would, yeah, it would yeah. be like that. Oh, come on, guys, man. let them alone. Yeah, right? like, yeah, like I'm the little special so I, kid. Yeah, I, d- I didn't so. know what I didn't know what to do, <laughs> but I, I explained my story, and mine was a, mine was a, a, a 45 straight minute just dead zone bomb, and I, I, we, I talked about how bad I felt after that, but I also said, um, most likely for two reasons. One is because yeah. it happened to me, and it was true. And two is because it's just something to kickstart the battery in case you were like me. As I said, you will, after tonight, you'll never, if you use it, you'll never have a better spell of how much you're going to write after this than than after this night. Like, I wrote so much more shit after that bomb than Uh I ever did after a show went well. Um, Did that actually happen or or did that not happen? No, you know what? It did. um, It did. I did take that, you know, it was a lesson learned. I said, man, you know, just... I can't, you know, you can't half-ass it. I was just thinking that I was just going to go up there and just, because it was only, 
here's my it was only gonna be like what five minutes so I was like, oh, I could do five minutes in my sleep. Read you know, the phone I could book do, for know, five minutes. <laughs> you know, that's how I was, yeah. I was, was taking it. And I felt like a, another letdown because, you know, the the comic, you know, not to be named, he um, he kind of like, I know he has an opinion about, you know, he's from he's from L.A., big city. Mm-hmm. A lot of times when people are doing, you know, Bakersfield comedians, he'll be like, oh, that, man, that shit funny in Bakersfield, but it ain't, you know. Like, it's like a let, you know. And yes. I was like, yes. you know, all right, we got to show this. Ad. People. Gotta, People do that in every town. People did that in Fresno, uh, one I, which is funny. Uh-huh. Fresno looks at us like their little bitch city, and, and I don't not, know yeah. why. I don't but know just why like either. Fresno people in general, yeah. when you bring up Bakersfield, they go like, trash hole. Like, yeah. And so when I started comedy, the people I would run into in Fresno would mm-hmm. kind of like, they would kind of like make these little asides down in Bakersfield. And then after like two and a half, three years, yeah. they'd pull me aside and go like, Hey, you got anything I can get on in Bakersfield? Like, like it didn't yeah. take long for that to change. But in LA, LA looks at all of our towns that way. Yeah. Despite the fact that, like, in every place besides the J spot that I've gone to, uh-huh. everyone's you know, there's it's uh, any bill could be eighty percent Tinder joke, Uber joke, mm-hmm. hot pocket joke, any microwavable food joke. Yeah. Uh, joke that's not a joke at all, where the comic just tells people that they don't like Republicans mm-hmm. and good night. Uh, but they'll look, yeah, they'll look at us and go like, oh, you're not. So, but, so that is a comment. And thing. the scary, you know, the scary thing about bombing with me is I always, <laughs> I don't handle like disappointment well. Like I just told you, like if I bomb, it's like devastating. But on top of that, I make like poor decisions, like even poor. Like I might go fuck something that night that I would clearly regret or an ex or call somebody like, you know, I might do something. You know what I've resu- Make another kid like, oh, why did I do that? I'm sad because <laughs> I bombed. Now, now I'm pregnant. Now I got a girl. I'm I've like, resorted to terrible. this thing that I call shame eating. <laughs> yes. Where after a really bad show, I'm like, yeah. I want to I want to make my body feel on the outside the way it feels on the inside right yeah. now. So I'll go to McDonald's <laughs> and order like twenty seven dollars worth of food and I'll sit Holy right shit. on that floor where you're foot's at and yeah. eat all of it and go like good i'm the bag of shit i feel like now time, <laughs> time for bed <laughs> and one of the main reasons i did that is because yeah. it was enough bad shows where the show uh-huh. would be a disaster and i'd pull out that phone and go where's gonna be my soft place to land tonight i would you're do like that. Uh, i would do that same thing you're like uh, uh the guy in dodgeball the villain um ben stiller and that's right when he, I'm, yeah you remind me of good job ripped norris. and then fucking yeah. chuck norris you go <laughs> That's exactly shame eat. Yeah, you shame. See, I'd rather shame eat than like shame eat like a woman or like some bitch I know I have no problem dealing with. You know what I mean? Like, I'll, I'll call some lousy you get into shame bitch. relationships. And I mean lousy too. Some girl that I would never call. I'll call some lousy bitch that I said I was gonna be done with that I never call again. And I'm like, hey, what are you doing? You know, I just had a rough night. And next thing I know. I'm in some, you know, I'm in some pussy I never would have been you're, in if I didn't you're bomb. You're playing Superman. Yeah. Now I'm over there taking it out, you know, on some on some veg, on some vagina that oh I would never even. God. Yeah, that's me, man. So was the ride home good, hanging out with friends, or did, like. <sighs> well, you know what? Tyson's kind of a, he, he's a he's a good guy to bomb with. He is, uh, and he's supportive of that. And he'll, yeah. he'll let you, and he, like, he's always, eh, whatever, eh. Yeah, doesn't that's matter. always, eh. I'm it like, wasn't yeah. that bad. It I'm was like, eh. right. Yeah, I'm like you, where it it hangs on me. Yeah, he's he's got the he's got the gift of being uh, right off the back. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, it'll roll off his back. 
Yeah. And that's good to be around when something like that happens because, you know, all right, well, he's been doing this 10 years. Yeah. So if it's not bothering him, I guess it shouldn't. I, I guess it's not going to be the end of me. Yeah. Not, I still want to die. But at least at least I know I'll get to do a show again. Yeah. At least, at least he's not looking at me like, uh, maybe you should give this up. You know what? When I first, my very first show, I killed it, right? I got real drunk, but I had great jokes, well written. And I've never done those jokes again, matter of fact. And my mom always tells me, why don't you do the jokes you did on your first show? I have yet to do them again since that night. It's, I think because the night went so well, you know, you don't want to like try to recreate it again. Uh-huh. On my very best sets, I've yet to do like some of the jokes from those from those sets. And I think because it was like, you know, when you paint something well or you do like a masterpiece or something or you think you did something really uh, good, you don't want to. Yeah, you don't want to fuck it up. So I've never done those again. But the There's guy, a, uh, the guy after me, yeah. he bombed terribly yeah when he comes back to the comedian lounge it was the re- the reverse of what how you guys consoled me they fucking tore his ass up and i think maybe i would have dealt with that better because they were like man they were like what the fuck was that that was awful <laughs> that was a terrible eight minutes they felt comfortable with him enough to oh, know okay. i think they knew him already and they just ripped him he was like yeah i know he was like man that was shitty like they all went in wow. and i was like Damn, what town was this, this? Comedian- this was in lancaster okay and my good boy, uh, Amir, Amir Khalil, uh, Miracle. I don't know if you know him on Facebook. He no. has a guitar. He's black and Arab. Okay. He has a lot of black and Arab jokes. It's okay. hilarious. Um, very funny dude. We're going to try to bring him out here to Bakersfield again. He just did a show at the um, that place, that little theater by uh, kind of by the Mark across the street. It's like a little Oh, I know. Artsy, Spotlight Theater or whatever that is. One of those. Yep. And he got a good, really good ovation. It was that show that was in the newspaper. I few. think that might be the name of the ovation. ovation. It is that, yeah. And he, um, he was there, and he, they laid into the guy, and I was like, damn, comedians are savage. When you bomb, they don't even pat you on the back. They were, yeah. That's what I was thinking, but that probably, I probably would dealt with that tough love maybe a little better. Like, Here's man, a question like, for yeah. you: After you performed the first time, when you said you killed, yeah. When, how long was it until the next time you performed? Whew, man, that was in. February of last year and I think I think it was uh probably a Tyson show a few weeks. No, 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 not a Tyson show. It was like a it was like a it was like a, a couple weeks. I think I did an open mic. I think it was Timbler. Okay. And I think it was like uh, probably a good two weeks maybe. And after the Inglewood bombing, how long was it oh, until your next shit. Time? I don't know, man. It might have been like a month. Oh, you took some time. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it might have been like a month. I don't, I'm not I'm not sure on the on the time. I think it was a while. I know after I uh, bombed the second time, I think I I took about a good few weeks a month. Oh wait, so this was your first bomb? That was the first bomb. Okay. The second one was is the other recent. story that you wanted to talk about your second bomb, or is that is that the other story we we're we we're talking about, or is there a different stand up story you wanted to talk about as your um, your one that? Because I remember when we were talking, you said yeah. we, we share that one, but I have another one to talk about. You know what? The second one was actually. Um, yeah, we can talk about it. It's probably not as good as the first one, but uh, the second one was actually at Brooklyn's, man. At, at the, Brooklyn's at barbecue, the barbecue, the joint? one that's been trying to bets had a show there okay. recently. Yeah, and yeah, man, I bombed in front of a crowded, packed Brooklyn's. That's the second. That was many? the second one. Okay, those are the only two official bombs in my record to me. Packed room, packed like packed to the brim. Okay, uh, what make month? America great again hats. What everywhere. month is this? Uh, this was, uh, I'm going to say it's like the first one they did September. Okay. September or late August, September. Okay. Who was headlining this one? Um, or was this a bunch, like a couple of them? 
It was a, I think it might have been the Jane, what's her name? Jane Griffin? No, Jane. The same one that headlined on Betts's. Oh, Jen Murphy's show. Jen Murphy, okay. I believe. She brought I some comics out. I think that might have been out. their first show. Yeah. Okay. She brought some comics out. And again, it was the same thing. Um, I was messing. I was, I was, you know, I just got out of, uh, all right. I don't know. I don't want to blame this for it, but <laughs> I've met an old fling on Facebook again. Okay. The weeks prior leading up to this. Yeah. And so I wasn't like performing as much. I was hanging out, you know, with her. Uh, and I mean, I was crazy about this girl back in the day. Okay. And anyway, um, we had like a little argument before the show or whatever. And I was like, you know, fuck it then. You know, that's why I didn't, that's why I didn't talk to you all these years anyway. Whatever, whatever. We had a little argument. Yeah. I go to this show and I'm again, same arrogant feeling. Mm-hmm. It's only five minutes, you know. I'm, uh, it was Tyson was gonna go first. Oh. And it was gonna be me. Got you. This was right after the Nike, uh, Kaepernick Nike. Yep, the big ad. The blah blah out. blah. Yeah, all that shit. I had a bunch of shit about that that yep. I was just gonna go with and just new. and just yeah, new. Again, yep. I'm real. I'll just try new shit out. I'm probably a little too risky for that. Some people like to do. They keep working the same jokes to kind of, yeah. you know, and then that works too. I could do a set. A set set if I wanted to. I have jokes that, you know, you've heard a few of my jokes over the yeah. more than one, but a lot of times I do new shit. I just do current events. Right. But the thing was, Tyson opened up and did pretty much everything I was going to do. Oh, no. Tyson did. And Tyson killed. Tyson had a great night. Tyson had a great set. Yeah. He killed. He did Nike. He did Cabernet. Uh, uh, he did uh, uh, something else I was going to touch on. <laughs> then this girl I had been ignoring, right? Shows oh, up to the show. No. This girl I've been ignoring. No. Who asked me if she could come and I didn't respond, you know. And I Which is an obvious she, no. Yes. An obvious no. She didn't she wasn't supposed to come. I we'd already stopped messing around, but she's kinda like stalking. So you're dome rocked because the comic before you just did all the stuff you were gonna do. Did everything I was gonna do. And then you look in the crowd and just happen to see that this yes. X fling is there. This X fling shows up right before my set. So, like literally seconds before. So I have no idea what I'm gonna say, and the only yeah. person in the crowd I know hates me. Yes. God yes. damn. I had a similar story when yes. I was at Tembler. Uh this is uh uh Lexi uh-huh. uh my girlfriend now we were we were on a break and and we were like it was kind of contentious but we like we were in separate corners we didn't see, we weren't yeah. seeing each other yeah but she's best friends with Dan Betts's wife okay so I was on a show with Dan Betts mm-hmm. and I get up on stage and there's I mean it's it's a full uh, Tembler main room so there's three twenty five in the room damn yeah and I look and dead center in the middle of the crowd five rows down is Dan's wife. And Lexi, and mm. Lexi's just looking at me yep. with this face. Yeah, she's <laughs> she's looking at me with this face, like like our breakup is happening during my set. Yeah, and I and I, three hundred people in the room. I can only see one face. Exactly, my, it's just that exactly that, uh, disdain yeah. will cut through every other face in that room. Yeah, but at least I knew what I was gonna say. Yeah, you're in the spot where your act was <sighs> just wiped out, wiped out, and you have that face. And all I'm focused on is this creep in the corner, this uh, <laughs> this, this, this unwanted guest, <laughs> yeah, who paid her fee. Yeah, so she's more she's <sighs> more entitled to be there than we are. Yeah, she is. She paid her dues and and was set like. You know, kind of right up front, That's right to the right. Yeah, yeah. Ticket buyer doesn't trump headliner, but it nah. trumps opener. Yeah. Oh, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, so if if you d- if like if 
you have to go at it with the manager, the manager's going to be like, oh, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe so, she has a point, Lito. Yeah, that's I'm telling you. And it was like, she, she, she threw me off. She threw me off my game and all that happened. But you know what? I got through the seven minutes. I got some laughs. Oh, good. Okay. It wasn't like a complete bomb like like the no, other no, one. No, no, no. It, it, was, it was just a poor performance on my part. Awkward setup. Yeah, and it was the first premiere one in Brooklyn. So it was yes. the first one. And, um, and I premieres wanted, always get a nice crowd. Premieres always get, yeah, it was a packed crowd, yep. I'm telling you. And, um, but it was you know, a yeehaw crowd. It was saying? a very Fox News-ish yep. crowd. Yeehaw. Yeah, and I can appeal to that crowd too, but a lot of my stuff for you that. You appeal to a lot of the wives in that crowd, I'm sure, but yeah, I, don't, I, I don't know how many of I the get, husbands. And you know what fucking made it worse? Is the HR from one of the jobs that I left mm. on a bad note was there mm. with her husband. And I know she couldn't wait to go tell everybody, guess who thinks he's a comedian? A yep. lousy one at that. Like, yep. they probably fucking hammed it up. She probably recorded that shit and showed it to the break, like, played in the break room. Yeah. Like, it, it probably was bad, bro. But you said it still went okay. It went all right. But for other you, people's standards, like, they would have been like, oh, that's a good set. That's a good set. But for me, it was like, and for even the, the hater who was who showed up, the uh, stalker, she... She, I had to, see. She consoled me afterward. I was outside Brooklyn, <laughs> and yeah. here she comes up. She's seen her opening <laughs> to bring us back to the Inglewood show. She pops up. I'm outside of Brooklyn. Lito didn't. Lito didn't feel good coming off stage, out, and so he was consoled by. Yeah, consoled I'm, by the I'm outside, and she's like, "It wasn't that bad. It just didn't have no flow. It didn't go together. It just was different." I was like, yeah, thank you. Thank you, person who thank knows you. nothing about comedy. Don't you have way. a show to attend to? Yeah, don't you have a show you're yeah. missing? Don't you love that when someone <laughs> gives you critique? Yeah. About, like, you know what you should do? Yeah. Uh, you know what you should do? No, yeah. <laughs> thank you, person who's never. <laughs> when someone says, like, when I come off stage yeah. and some, like, just random mm-hmm. not comic says to me, you yeah. know what you should have said? I always go, yeah, yeah I do. I do know what I should have said <laughs> because I'm not on yeah. stage and shitting my pants now too. Yeah. So yes, I do know what I could have said to the heckler now yeah. when there's no pressure at all. Go ahead and stand up there and I'll yell some at you and then you say yeah. the perfect thing back. Yeah, you know yeah, what you should have did. Say now. Yeah, you should have did anything in life. <laughs> yeah, you should attempt something. That's oh, right. I can never do it. I'm the, you know. Yeah. yeah, you tell them try it. Yeah, yeah they'll never do it. Yeah, this you chick- know what you should have done? Told your friend to shut up during my set. That's what you should have <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. So. so she tells you it's good, just not connected. Oh, yeah. Thank yeah, you. She, gives, she comes very technical. Thank you, it Mrs. Seinfeld. Have, <laughs> yeah, it didn't have the flow. It, it was just different. It didn't go together. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, really? Thank you. We that we shit. just don't go together. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why this didn't work. But okay? that night, I, you know. I don't know. I think consoling I, I is consoling. Have. I might have. That was, yeah, a, that was rough, man. That was rough, and that night I felt like, damn it, I just set all Puerto Rican comics back <laughs> uh, ten years. Because <laughs> yeah. you're, yeah, you you're, know you're, you're all week. It's not like we're, it's yeah. not like this is Bakersfield, Florida. Yeah, you know we don't get this. <laughs> <laughs> this is Bakersfield, California. You are our representative. That's it. I'm, it's me, man. You're the representative. Yeah, yeah. and I just, I shit, I shit at the bed, man. I wet the bed. It was all bad. I did everything to the, the bed. The show. It's funny you mentioned that the HR worker because the yeah. show that I had that was the worst show I ever had. Yeah. It was Dan Betts was on the show and we used to work together. Uh huh. And it was only his second real show show ever, second or third. Oh, okay. And the thing, the thing. Uh, that often happens is when people start doing comedy, a lot of people just have their whole life of friends and family come out to see them. Yeah. This is Dan's second or third show, and it's in Bakersfield. It's the first one he's doing in Bakersfield. So he had like 
40 co-workers come out to this Ooh. thing and I ate shit for 45 minutes <laughs> in front of all. So I'd go into meeting rooms and there'd be people who saw that in yeah. there and I'd just be like, oh. no, and that's it's, rough. The, it's the first time they've heard me speak this way. Normally they hear me, you know, work talk. Business, you know, Chris. I don't talk yeah, about my Chris. dick a whole lot at work. Yeah. But I do a whole lot on stage. Uh-huh. So not only is it the first time they hear me being the heathen that I am inside. Yeah. But it was terrible. It didn't get any laughs at all. So yeah. I just look like I just look like some degenerate with all these. See, jo- no, that was rough. With, with no laughs. So I've been I've been there too. You've been, yeah. And you I, just I don't want yeah. to. You, you just to don't want to go work. in the meet. Yeah. Forty five minutes. Yeah. It happens. No, bro. Yeah, you it had. Ha- yeah. No, you had. Speaking of dicks, you know what's fun? Mm-hmm. Uh, funny about that uh, place, the J Spot on what's the night that? on the night that we perform. Mm-hmm. Every time he does that show on the night, they follow it up. Uh, they follow up the comedy show with a with a with a dick show. What? Yeah, p- male stripping. Oh, really? It, like it, the next it, night or uh, after the show? No, same night. As soon as they all, they flush out all of us, male strippers come in and women flock in there and they have a, a oh fucking uh, yeah they have a, a, a penis exhibit. And uh, what's funny is there was girls that we invited to that show. Okay. The time before I went to J Spot and it went well. I seen women there that I invited on social media. And they did not make it to the comedy show. Because I know people know that. I used to live in L.A. too. But they went and to they Thunder Down the Under. Show. Yeah, they showed it to Thunder Down Under. But they couldn't make it. I said, oh, I see I'm not the entertainment you, uh, you're you looking for. Huh? Oh, I gotta, my God. Yeah, it was, they you were You should have just stuck around and shook it at them for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> but that, uh, speaking of the J-Spot show, yeah. that, you know, that what killed the only nice thing that I thought happened was mm-hmm. uh, someone came up to me right before the show ended. Was I forget if it was the manager or the owner. would be like, yo, the manager wants to talk to you. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, maybe, you know, maybe they saw me maybe plow through. <laughs> maybe they saw me plow through the set and they're like, this kid's yeah. got something. We want to bring him back. Yeah. Nah, just some lady in her 50s or 60s that thought I was cute that wanted to talk to me. Oh, and, and they're see? like, yeah. So they're like, yeah, I forget if it was a manager. Like, this is the same manager. Yeah. The yeah. Manager wants to talk to you, like, but then I find out it's like the bartender manager who just wants to, <laughs> that big who just lady who that just wants you? to yeah. cougar me, yeah. That, so I'm like, oh, not only yeah. am I not, I'm a bimbo. I'm not funny. I'm just, yeah, <laughs> just gonna yeah. be your little trophy man. Yeah, that's how it goes. I can't believe they have a dong show right after they that. They have a dong show, man. They don't need a mic. They all got a microphone for that on that same stage that we uh <laughs> that, we, that we bombed on and and uh, oh no that we not nah, I bombed on um yeah that they, was beautiful. Do you want to talk about the best show you? Because it's it's pretty fresh. Two years. Just a real quick note, like where the best show was. What happened? <sighs> Man, I had a really good show at uh the at Me Peru one night okay. for one of the Tyson shows. It was packed, which is not an easy room to have a good show. Not in. easy. Murdered it. I I did really well at Me Peru. For those times, yeah. even you know, some of those crowds were kind of you know, rough. Most of them weren't yeah. like they kept it open to the restaurant, so a lot of people yeah. didn't know they were coming in for comedy, and they would be antagonistic to the comedy. They wouldn't come yeah. in, and there's a show, and they would say, "Okay, there's a show going on. We should be quiet." They would go, "I want to have a dinner conversation, and there's a show going on. I guess I'll just speak louder than the comedian now." Yeah, and yeah. So that exactly. happened a lot. That so if you can win lot. in that room, you know you're doing something. Yeah. You know, my my first show was a uh, big time motivation for me, and I think that's what propelled me um, to do well on a uh, Wheel of Fortune, man. Yeah, I think it drove the vehicle. Uh, first of all, I think that's what helped me get on the show, because mm-hmm. you know they want you to be unique and you know have an interesting background and stuff. Yeah. So you tell people you do stand up, even though it's a lot more common now. But you know, people, oh wow, you do stand, you, you know, they they're like blown away. It's a scary, yeah, interesting like, thing. Oh wow, I always wanted to do that, but blah blah blah. You know how it goes. Of course. 
and um yeah it went really well and then and, and did uh, you win on wheel of fortune i won on Hell wheel of yes. fortune man i won on wheel of fortune um let me tell you something man pat sajak he's not bob barker dirty but he's dirty yeah he's, he's bob barker drunk <laughs> i know bob. that he's admitted to it himself <laughs> has he yeah he pat said sajak he and, he and uh who's his Vanna White. He and oh, he and Vanna White. She's great. Like man. you get drunk before the episode. Oh, she's fine as is, shit is too. She, she still got it, huh? She's like sixty-seven years old. Still has it. Oh man. Oh man. She walked in the studio because they get you there like seven a.m. How and nice are Pat's TV teeth in person? Pat's TV teeth. You know what? When he talks, you can't really see his teeth. Is there anything whiter than those teeth besides me at the J spot? Oh, <laughs> uh, probably Dan Vets at the J spot. Yeah. <laughs> Pat Sajak, Pat Sajak runs through makeup uh, assistants, makeup artists. Uh-huh. It was so funny. He's like a pimp that got oh, rid of Oh, he Odo. runs through him, runs through him. Bro, f- the cast, well, anybody who's going to be on a show, we had these older, like, cougars that were doing our makeup. Yeah, you did. And then he had his own personal two or three young, uh-huh. fine, young, fine as hell makeup artists. Okay. Just for Pat. Okay. I said, who are they? They said, "Oh, they do Pat's makeup." Mm. I said, they, "They only do Pat's makeup." Yeah, they only do that his personal. Pat, Pat better quit or die soon, yeah. or else yeah. he's gonna be toast. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's gonna get me too. Any, t- he's hey, next. Hey, I'm telling he you, he might be next. Yeah, he might get it because Bob Barker, man. I mean, Bob's gone. Bob's beauties. Bob's beauties. Bob's beauties. But he stepped away. He did. He did. He stepped away and brought a square in his place. He put Drew Carey oh, in there. The square, some squares. Which, yeah. Which is the move. So and he lasted a long time. Pat better get out of there and put Jimmy Fallon in or something. I think if Vanna wasn't there to kind of keep him in line, I think Vanna kind of keeps Vanna him, keeps him respectful. Yeah, she probably you know she probably lets him you know she's classy. Get off every now and then. You yeah. think so? You think they have I a thing? Maybe. How couldn't they have tension after years? all those yeah. years? Yeah, come on. Especially in their younger days, you know they you know she's probably sick of them by now. Yeah, she's he's, you know <laughs> he's probably two, disappointed her. Two once young stars. Yeah, yeah. Because she wasn't famous at first. She was oh. just a letter turner at first. She was. So you know. Now they really don't need her, but they kind of act like you but know. But she's they, they she's the show. Of, she is. She's I bet you more fun. people know Vanna than Pat. She's amazing. In I person. do. She looks real good. Really I seen nice. her in the morning, no makeup. You know, with her Starbucks in hand. Still wonderful. Still wonderful. You you so you would wake up to Vanna White. She's, I would wake up to Vanna White. Vanna White. I would wake up to Vanna Glad. White any day. So you won Wheel of Fortune. Do they ask you back, or is there like a champions thing, or is it like <sighs> what? It, what happens after? Do other people reach out, or do you like? Does an eight do agents reach out and be like, "Hey, I want to take you to Jeopardy"? And I sure thought that was gonna happen. Yeah, I sure thought. I started talking shit to everybody. I and thought you're a that fresh was gonna TV looking guy. Like yeah, you, you know, I thought somebody was gonna notice me. Fresh dude. I I thought it was. I thought it was gonna happen. Why wouldn't they? They must have been. I don't slacking. know. I don't know, man. They only let you do it one time. How long ago was this? I didn't this get was, to defend my crown. This was recent, though, right? This was last year. Yeah. Okay. This was about summer of last year. You I just went, went to the game show and they cast you from there. No, what they do? You can actually go too. They come to this casino right up the way. Oh, Porterville. Okay. Oh man. And, and, <laughs> Say and no you, more. If you go to Porterville, speaking of beauties, you stand out. Yes, right. I yes. stood out. Yeah, you should have seen the the wet mops I had to compete with <laughs> to get. Oh, brother, look, the key to the show is you be fun, you be energetic, you basically be fake. You be human. Hey, hey, guys, yeah. Oh, hey, I love the show. I watch it every night. I have three kids. I go to church. You know, you have to be this perfect. You know, you don't yeah. have to be, but that's what gets you on the show. Crisp and polished. Yeah. But you, you're in Porterville, which is not the capital of Christmas. Exactly. So you look. might be able to just get up and go, hey, my <laughs> yeah. hey, my parents are unrelated. You're in. Then let, let me tell you, let me let me give you an example of who I had to compete with. 
I go to Porterville. You put your name. You put your hobbies, your job on this list. They put it in the hat. Mm-hmm. They call five people up to this little fake stage they have in a little auditorium. And you play a version of the game with a fake Pat Sajak, some guy that probably wants to be a TV host. Oh, one day. do I want to hear more about that yeah. guy? Okay, I'll, I'll yeah. Uh, we'll and they have go back to that three producers to the side that just wait in the shadows and are watching everything, taking yep. notes, jotting. So I get on stage and I already had my routine. What I was going to say, all this and that. I play the game. I win a little round. They say, "All right, Carlos, tell us about yourself." And I say, "Well." Pat, you know, I'm a, I'm a loss prevention manager for Walmart. I have I have three kids. I uh I do kickboxing on the side and I'm a stand-up comedian. And they're like, "Wow." You, you could not be a better Wheel of Fortune guest right yeah, now. Yeah. Exactly. God damn. Yeah, oh, and you got to volunteer. Just say you volunteer somewhere. Yeah. And I volunteer at you the, might as, you might as well said you had 2.2 kids. Like yeah. this is the perfect Wheel of I have Fortune two, guest. Yeah, white picket fence. Uh, yeah, exactly. I have a German shepherd. I have three German shepherds. I breed them. <laughs> and I rescue them, yeah. I rescue them and breed them. That's I what two, I do. I have 2.2 2 German Shepherds. <laughs> yeah, that, I, that I rescued and then I breeded and then I rescue their kids too. Amazing. That's what you do. And he says, oh, kickboxing? He goes, hit it. He said, did you say kickboxing? I said, yeah. And then he says, hit it. They start playing. Everybody was kung fu fighting. Oh, my God. So they're like, show us some moves. I said, oh, shit, no fucking problem. For Wheel of Fortune, Yeah. I start doing like Van Damme. Helicopter kicks yes. on stage. Air splits and shit. I started like uh, like going in. I started doing all these karate moves. And by and the way, they, this is Thunder Down Under for the Porterville women. Yeah, the they've Porterville women are going crazy. They, they've never seen a beautiful beige man move before. Yeah. So I'm out there and they're chanting. They're cheering me on. And I'm doing karate moves on stage for about a hot 30 to 45 seconds. They cut the music and then they say, oh, they give it up one more time for Carlos Iglesias. That's what we're looking for right there, folks. That's what we're looking for Good right luck. there. The, the K-Back, Channel 4 News or whatever was there. They gave me a shout-out, the bald head guy. The news reporter has a billboard yeah, on Rosedale. Yeah, with the white eyes. Yeah, yeah. with the white eyes. Yeah. He's there. He's like, great job, man. You did. And I shook all their hands. The next lady who comes up, <laughs> she comes up. He's like, hey, what's your name? She's like, Maria. All oh. quiet. <laughs> and then he's like, well, Maria, what do you do? She's like, I'm a dishwasher. And then he's like, where do you wash dishes at, Maria? She's like, here. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> she was staff. She had yeah. her casino. They let staff try out, too. She was. She worked at the casino. Yeah. And he's like, is there anything else you want to tell us? Like, anything special? Or what do you do? She's like, not really. Nuts, <laughs> nothing. He's I... like, all right. <laughs> and it was like 40 more of them. So I was like, oh, I know I'm getting picked. I Nailed was like, it. I know I'm getting picked. Nailed I know it. I'm getting picked. Ain't a dishwasher in this place that kickboxes. <laughs> dishwasher can get it, yeah. You, there better be a talented Marie dishwasher in there. Maria doesn't That shit was so funny. It was a bunch of bland people like that. And I was like, man, I got a really you good chance. Them, yeah, kickbox or kick rocks. Yeah. You got in the game show. Got on, they, they, they call you back two weeks later. You had to try it again at the Marriott. Oh. Same thing, except you're all what in town? like a room here. Bakersfield. Bakersfield, Marriott, right on Chester. Oh, okay. The little meeting room. I can't imagine that we turned out much better than Porterville did. It went just about as good. No karate moves. No, but, but I, uh, I mean like the oh, competition. Oh, the competition was, was competition a little stiff. stiffer. Oh, it was a little stiffer. It was a little stiffer because they took the best of the best from that and from other areas. Yep. So they have people from Fresno all oh, up okay. and down the coast. Nice. And uh, you hear that, Fresno? Yeah, Fresno. Second rounds in our town. Yeah, not your town. yeah. You had to come to our turf. They didn't baby. even put it in Clovis, your good neighborhood. They Suck put it with that. us. Suck that, Fresno. <laughs> <laughs> you had to come on down to Chester. That's right. 
<laughs> your baby brother got the second round. <laughs> baby Ro made it. Spin that wheel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you sneak by that. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so Fresno, there Sacra- was a preacher. Sacramento of the South, you bitches. That's <laughs> yeah. what we are. There was a, a preacher from Fresno. He made it, though. Oh. He made it. He made it to the show. He did good. He mm-hmm. was a preacher. He had that whole preacher thing going. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, come on. So he uh he worked that angle okay. really well. And uh he had like a nice vest and uh the vest was getting him. He wasn't know. on your episode though. He wasn't on my episode. Okay. But he filmed the same day I did. Oh, okay. So and nice. I, so I know he made it. Yeah, I made a friend, you know. Um but it was cool, man. It was the same thing again, except now you they wanted to see how good you've actually played the game. It was less about you and more about so how smart you were. They didn't want you to yell the same letter that had already been called. Yeah. That this one guy, he was doing good, but that was the only thing that kept him down. <laughs> like, he just, he's like, can I get a B? She's like, it's already up there. Like, they were, like, being a lot more rude. <laughs> <laughs> like like they said, they were being hella rude and stuff, man. Yeah. But uh, it was it was cool, man. It was a good time. Yeah. I won that. I won some money. Won a trip to Africa. The regional Pat Sajak. How old is he? Regional Pat Sajak is actually a young, he might have been Pat's uh, relative, I think, or something. Okay. Or maybe a son-in-law or something. So he's, he's not a disgruntled, like, 50-year-old no, who just Pat kept him down. He's chomping at the bits. This is the next Pat. He's waiting on Pat to croak, yeah. Okay. He's waiting for his time. Did you he's get on his deck. It was like a real Chad or... Matt Rayjack. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like Chad, uh, Chad Assjack or something. It was like a four-letter first name. I know that. Okay. Sean, Chad... And the, the, the last name was kind of unique too. You know how those guys are. Yeah, yeah. Sean Aspire. How great or will that, like that be if he comes? If he comes out and does Man, it? Man, uh, Pat, Pat better not get me too because he's coming. You could be the, the other next guy host of Wheel of Fortune. I would love to be. Yeah, I'll I take over they, Family Feud from Steve. I'll start so wearing some of those suits. Do you think you'll do another? Like try to do another game show or is that? Yeah, out? you get hooked, man. Yeah. You get hooked. So um, have you looked at going to other ones? Yeah, me and my family, we were gonna do Family Feud, but uh, That'd be fun. none of our last names match. So uh-huh. um, would we you all, just <laughs> we all got can different you just dads. standardize we the can, last name? We can no, we kept arguing. They won't let you lie. We kept arguing. Oh, it should be one. Iglesias. No, it should be Smith. No, it should be Yeah, we all got different dads. So Papa's rolling Oh <laughs> multiple pops. <laughs> yeah, we okay. got multiple pops. See, I've I've Same got a pop, yeah. I've got a blended family, just the Papa's a rolling stone. So okay. we've got like all I'm, flails, I'm, dealing, I'm dealing all flails but three moms. There's yeah, like so a black flail flail. No, I'm the black flail. Oh, okay, nice. The black flail is just only a little bit tan. Yeah. Yeah, I got the, I got the Syrian mom. You got so, the Syrian so, mom. That's yeah, what it was. in the in the in a he family of Irish overseas, and it's like in the what what do they say in the in the land of the blind, the deaf man is king, or, or whatever it is. Yeah, in, yeah, in the land of the Irish, the Syrian man is is the black man in the family. So I'm I'm okay. their I'm their diversity. You're the one. I'm the one, but so I'm the I'm the exotic. Uh, uh, yeah, mom of the ones. Otherwise, <laughs> just, otherwise, just straight white. But he he's he franchised us, and it's mostly boys too. So. Oh wow! Okay, yeah, we, we're gonna start a summer league basketball team. Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> and you're gonna dominate. Yeah, you're the black. Side. That's yeah. I'm the black. They you're need me. Dominate. They need me. I'm, yeah. I'm shooting guard size. If you're if you're not playing real basketball, <laughs> yeah. and uh, yeah, it's gonna perfect. feed you. It's yeah. gonna feed you to rock. Yeah, and you so I'm Steph Curry. Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. Of the flail family, same. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can see it. I can see it, man. Eyes, goofy teeth, all of it. But you get hooked on that. You get hooked on that feeling. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. I met a guy that. That's what he did. He was on Prices Right. He was on Wheel of Fortune. He was on Deal or No Deal. Yeah. You know, and he just a lot of big timers started out like the game. Mm-hmm. The game was on a limit date, and he got eliminated too. Did he, he get was eliminated? On, yeah, he was on. Uh, 
What was that game show called? But at the end of this game show, you get to pull up your card. And sl- and well, he was on that mo- dating one, yeah. Move on or stay. And he got moved on. Yeah, she chose she to. She moved him on. Yeah, he looked like a dummy. He had blonde hair. He was like, oh, he was no. not a thug at all. Yeah. Well, whoever moved him on, biggest yeah. mistake of yeah, your life, yeah, baby. Yeah, you lost out on yeah. that train. She didn't marry 50 Cent. <laughs> I don't know she what she's it. doing. <laughs> See, that's what motivated him probably like, fuck that bitch. I'm about to be the best rapper. I'm going to go. See? Yeah. And I haven't had enough of those experiences to make me be that motivated You're yet. just one game show or one, crazy hey. comedy night away. I am, huh? And I just hope I'm there to see it. Or maybe, we, maybe who knows, maybe we both go through it and we're game show hosts. That's my that. theory, man. Most successful people, have you noticed, are short. I have a theory. Short men. Like most of the celebrities I meet, they're always short. Most actors. Most actors. Short. Mm-hmm. Short, short, short. And I think because they go through life. Tall or handsome guys like us get it all easy, right? <laughs> We're just got we got it made. I was lucky. I was lucky to be really weird looking as a kid. Okay, so that so I oh so you're humble. Uh, I've got the, yeah. yeah. I was see that's yeah, where it like comes that. down yeah. to. Yeah. I, so what I said is you were the kid. Yeah, you were the kid that was you were the twelve year old that had a fifteen year old girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. And the upperclassmen didn't care about it because yeah. you were their size and you kind of had a little stubble <laughs> like a beard. Yeah, rugged good looks. Asshole, <laughs> you asshole. Like you, you bought beer for your group of friends like you were the kid on the baseball <laughs> team that made eating fun dip look cool yeah. you had a windbreaker on and it didn't look like latest. shit i always wanted pogs um yeah i just i had it going on man i did i did i could i could s- yeah see me i was the same height i am now uh-huh. but i was uh 70 pounds lighter mm. uh full unibrow uh mm. just not Ooh, just not yeah. good it, it was like the like the mcdonald's arch Oh, uh, so I had the Anthony Davis. So you need to Anthony go on Davis. Maury. You're going to have one of those episodes. You I'm going to be. The, the, look at me now, baby. Look at that, the, the, Do you have a girl that you want to do that to? Like, no, can you not think? at all. <laughs> <laughs> look at me now. I'm a lawyer. Mm. I'm all that. Look at you. Yeah, Dude, not you at all. Gotta my, go. My you town is go. my hometown's like 4000 people. So I just go to the local bar and it's like, yeah, there he is. Don't yeah. have the unibrow anymore, but it's still a small town. So they just remember me how I was yeah. when I was 14. So even if I went in there, just dick swing and they'd be like, eh, you still suck. Yeah. <laughs> you still have a unibrow in my You're book. You're a Jerry Springer episode. You need to go down there, man, and stunt. Bring those childhood pictures and Speaking show them what that, you really look Jerry like. Springer is going to be out of the game soon, too. All these all these hosts, they're all, getting, they're all on their way out. They're in their 70s. They're evil. They're going to need replacements. There we go. I see two Let's guys. Let's do it. I Let's see two guys it. who can take the silver. <laughs> this is great, man. We got to talk crazy comedy stories, yeah. crazy loss prevention stories, yeah, man. game show Thanks stories. Thanks for having me, You're man. an interesting dude, man. Thank you for coming out and doing this and, and giving us the time. We got to get together and do this again soon. Yeah, so anytime, Look man. forward Pleasure. to working with you and, and racking up some crazy stories and maybe getting on a game show and be- becoming, yeah. becoming rich game show hosts together. Let's do it, man. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. All right, brother.